you have landed here, it is by no accident. The universe is pointing you in the direction of a community that has lived your experiences. When I started this pod, I was an absolute mess. I now resemble some sort of normal. I started my healing journey that has now morphed into a journey of self-discovery and self-development. The only theme on this pod is that everything has to start with you. I share with you my findings, practices, rituals, wellness hacks in the hope that you can apply them to you so you can heal yourself like I have. I do jump around a bit on the pod. Healing and self-discovery is not linear and, you know, that's what we're all about here. I'll keep it real. I'll always tell you the ups and downs. I'm not here to flower things up, but what I am here to do is guide you to a place where you can find peace within yourself and as I always sign off with, journey gracefully and forever expand. Hey you guys, welcome back to Everything Starts With You. I'm your host, Tia. I hope you've had an amazing week. I hope that, do you know what, the general fuckery of what's going on energetically at the moment, we've got a lot of um, planetary movement seems to have either sent people into chaos where they feel like they've been shaken up in a bit of a snow globe and they're like, oh my god, where am I going to land? Or tired, tired, overwhelmed, part of that snow globe experience. Um, I've been feeling quite raw and then very emotional. Um, So I just want to say be kind to yourself, like the theme that I'm kind of noticing this week popping up um in various locations but obviously in the shop um in my spiritual shop where I work on a Sunday and Monday I with the conversations are very 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 similar have to say I'm loving this little hack of doing this in the car with you guys absolutely loving it Also, really loving that I have discovered and starting to understand my human design blueprint. So when I was doing these before, and I think this is why I started to slip off. Firstly, I had two people pass away very quickly, very close together. So I needed the time, didn't have the bandwidth to think about pod or pod content. But that in itself was also a problem because... Now I understand that I'm a generator and I'm here to contribute to something rather than initiate or ignite something. It seems to be making it slightly easier. I'm like, okay, I heard this conversation the other day. It don't really gel with me. So I'm going to share this with my peeps. Or yeah, I heard that the other day or I've read this or I've seen that. And actually, I think we all kind of need to delve a little bit more into it. And whilst I'm not saying... I am an expert in the things that I will discuss with you. Giving you my view and my take on it may help lead you to making a decision for yourself or implementing something or not, depending on how you feel around the discussion, I suppose. So I'm just kind of, I was really excited to get into the car today and be like, yay, it's Monday. I'm going to start the podcast. I'm going to give them a little bit of what I'm thinking about and blah, blah, blah. Um, And I'm really excited about it where it was starting to literally get to the point where I was like, oh, fuck, haven't done the podcast. I feel like I should, which is never good energy to create from. I should energy is bullshit energy, right? If you're in a space of where you're feeling I should, step away from it because you're not coming with it from the right energy. 
And whereas today I'm like, I am super excited to speak to these guys, give them a little bit of like whatever today. And then it might be that I do this for a series of couple, a series of days for a couple of days until the podcast is created. Firstly, it's removed the pressure. But secondly, understanding that I don't have to initiate or ignite a topic that I'm here to contribute to something else that I've heard. And that's okay because that sits within my archetype. It's like lifted like a little lid of creativity. I'm like, I'm excited, people. I'm excited. Anywho, enough about me. Um, I want to revisit my last podcast about shadow. I kind of thought that I was really clear. And this is why I love our community. And I just want to say to you guys, I don't know. I don't know how we do this, but I'm sure there is something on Spotify. If you listen to it on Spotify, that you can send me like voice notes of things that you want to ask. I really, really, really encourage you to do that. It inspires me. It gives me a conversation to contribute to. Okay. And if it's something that is sitting in your, your mental space or your energetic space and it's causing you an issue or you just want a different take on it, just ask me the goddamn question because I am so up for like responding part of my archetype, part of my generator and human design blueprint. I am so up for responding to what it is that you want to talk about and what you would like me to discuss and and you know see what the view see what the view from the Tia Harris is on the subject and as I said I'm not an expert but I tell you what I am an expert in I'm an expert I am an expert even on how to heal yourself I two years ago and I think I say this at the beginning of my pod the intro bit you know the boring bit the bit that you don't probably skip because you're so used to hearing my voice um that I was literally in November 2021 in a void under the world somewhere. I was that broken. And by the January I'd started my podcast, by the April... Now, this is the only reason why this isn't going to work. My husband called a second ago and just literally broke me off mid-sentence and stopped recording the pod. And I was like, for God's sake, man, for God's sake... So anywho, back to where I was and what I was saying is that by the April 22, I had started um, training courses. And by the August of 2022, I had started my business. Um, And in May of, oh my God, let me see if I can get this timings right. In May of 2022, yeah, it was in May of 2022, I lost a really close friend very suddenly. And I say to you in the November, I was so unwell. I didn't get out. I wasn't out of bed for literally six weeks in terms of my body was so exhausted that it just couldn't handle a lot of physical activity. And the reason why it couldn't handle a lot of physical activity is because in the evenings I was suffering majorly with insomnia. So I was pacing the house like crazy times of night. So it was just like, I had got myself in such a state, I was having panic attacks. It was, I'd had, I had to step away from my job. I was really ill. And by the August, whilst still not a functioning, fully functioning human being, I had built enough tools and resources 
within my very strict regime at that time of my spiritual practices where I was able to function at, at to some degree. I still feel like, feel like at that time I was still winning at life, you know, um, a version of restoring and discovering and understanding myself. So whilst I may not be an expert in all of the things that I discuss with you, I am most certainly an expert in how to heal yourself and support yourself through cycles and times of real darkness. And that's like, that's the, the absolute premises of why I started this podcast is that I want everybody to know that they have the innate power to do what I did for themselves. I'm not special by doing that. My circumstances brought me to this space, but we all have those resources inside us. Anyway, I digress. And you're going to have to get used to this because if we're having a conversation in the car, I literally feel like I'm having a conversation in the car with you. So ADHD brain kicks in. And a jump about all over the place. It's also part of being a generator in human design. Apparently, we get in and we get out, like we get the information we need, and then we get out, which is a reason why a lot of us generator archetypes don't finish courses or don't bother to get the the uh, final certification because it's like, yeah, we've got everything that we need from this. Fuckery, let's move on. Um, so you're gonna have to get used to it, peeps. If you're listening to me from now on and we're doing a car journey together. This is how it's going to be. We're going to do lots of jumpity jumping in a bump. And I'm sorry. I hope that suits you. So anywho, back to what I was saying. I love this community because you raise questions. And the pod that I did last week, I thought I was really clear. Like, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And one of you little beauts has come back to me and has asked me to further explain a few things. And I think, well, if that one person has asked that, everybody must be at a stage where you kind of need a little bit further guidance. So let's go through what this person has asked. So what this person wanted to know is when you first start doing that shadow work, that unblocking, that first meditation, what is it you do? So I am going to take you through step by step what I do during that process. So when I go into my meditation space, I always quite, especially if I'm journaling, I like to make sure that it's in a space that I will not be disturbed. And I have my journal and I light a bit of incense and I sit down. Now, as soon as I sit down, I set the intention that I want to connect to the part of myself that is blocking me. Now, at the moment, for me, it's finances. So my intention, when I say this out loud or you can say it in your head, whatever resonates and whatever makes you feel more comfortable. So I will sit down a bit like that. I would like to intentionally during this meditation connect to the part of me that is blocking me from moving forward with my finances i'll then close my eyes i'll do four rounds of breath so that's four inhalations in four inhale i hold for four and then i sigh out for six and i do four rounds of that and that's just to bring me into the present moment right that's just to ground me and bring me into the space that i'm in right now then during that meditation once i've closed my eyes in my head, I'll be like that. Guides, please connect me to the part of me that is blocking me from finances. Now, usually in meditation, we are taught to not attach to thought, to quiet, quiet in our mind, not to think. 
And when I'm doing my spiritual daily practices, yes, that is how I like to meditate. When I'm setting up my day, I really like to clear my mind, get into the groove of the meditation. When I come out of the meditation, I'm normally left with an overarching thought of like, you know, connection for the day or courage for the day or whatever, whatever it is, right? But I take away from that that that's the download that I received during that meditative state. This process is different because it's a line of inquiry. We are trying to engage with our subconscious brain what it is that is stored there that is holding us back. So I, for me, this may not work for everybody and other people might turn around and go to you, this woman does not know what the fuck she's talking about. But for me, I like to start a line of inquiry at the beginning of this meditation practice. So once I close my eyes, I've said that part of me to come forward. I will be quite curious, you know, what is it that causes me shame? And the last time that I did this, I was in meditation. I say 15 to 20 minutes, not that I say, obviously it's things that I've heard, but it takes 20 minutes for us to really start working with the subconscious mind. So that's why I always put this type of meditation based on a 15 to 20 minute meditative practice. Okay, so I'll be... Can that part of me please come forward? Now, that came forward as a memory. I'd sat there for a few moments. I was just like talking to self, you know, like, let me connect with you. There's nothing shameful. Me step forward. Um, I really want to be able to help uncover what's blocking us, moving forward, blah, blah, blah. And then a memory just came to my mind, right? So when that memory came to my mind, I was like, right, let's explore this. How old are you? I'm 17. You know, I start answering myself back in my mind. I'm 17. Um, This is where we were. This was the setting. Once I've kind of set that up, I let the meditation take its own course. You know, like what unravels during that meditation. But the first, I'd say three to five minutes of that is inquiry. Give me the setting. Give me the year. Give me where I am. Give me who is around me. You know, like all that kind of stuff. I'm really, really curious about that because I really want to be able to unpick that piece of me that is energetically holding me back from moving forward because it requires our attention. This is what a block is, okay? It's something that requires our attention. It's something that's holding us back in in our past paradigm because we haven't allowed that part of us to feel safe or to feel seen. So... Once I've done that and I've gone through that whole meditative 15, 20 minutes, I then journal like manically. So the memory came back to me during journaling practice, had a conversation, allowed it to play out where I was, who I was with, how I felt. After the meditation, more came out. Sorry, I just sniffed there really loudly. More came out in my journal, right? So I felt beholden. That came out whilst I was journaling the shame around why commentary was so shameful, what was something that I was doing that was illegal, it was something that made me feel very panicked, I felt very panicked by the situation that I was in, the domestic violence came back up for me again, Um, and then it led to like things that my grandparents used to say, so it unblocked like a whole load of things by sitting in that meditative state that came out on my journal. Now, each thing that comes up, I explore further during the journaling process, so the shoplifting, it was attached to shame, it was attached to fear, it's attached to guilt, it was attached to not being in control of my environment. So I take each subject that comes up after I've journaled and go into them in, in greater depth. 
Now, what happens at the end of that journaling process depends on how you would how you want to track and monitor your shadow work. Okay, so for me, when I first started this, I used to like to tear that piece of paper out and burn it, really release it and let go of it. And then I'd go back into a meditation to uh, around gratitude for where I am now to fill the void, the energetic void, the block that was there with gratitude. I have since learned, I think for me, I have since learned that actually me filling that void with gratitude doesn't help integrate that part of shadow self. So whilst it, you know, make sure that there's a high vibe going into the void that I've caused, it doesn't integrate the part of shadow that's been uncovered. So since then, what I now do is I sit with the thoughts and the feelings from the shadow meditation for about 48 hours. This seems to work for me. Okay. So I'm not giving you like a prescriptive, this is what you must do. This is the only way it will work. You can tailor this to what works for you. That is the whole point in me giving you my viewpoint, me giving you my practices, and then you going, actually, there's a bit of this that really resonates, so I'm going to take it, but I'm going to leave this bit behind. It's what works for you. This is an individual process that needs to work to what your requirements and what your needs are. But I like to sit in that process for about, 45, uh, for about 48 hours. And then after I have done that 48 hours of, you know, like I've journaled, I've sat in it, I might go back and journal a couple of times over that period of time. Um, I like to do something that's called an inner child meditation. Now, that part of you that comes forward may not have been a child. It may have been a 21-year-old version of self. It may be a 35-year-old version of self. It may be three weeks ago version of self, right? But the point of setting the intention of inner child is to connect with the part of you that is from your past. So again, I will sit down. I will light incense. As I close my eyes and I've done my four rounds of breath, I will then either speak out loud or say in my head, whatever resonates with you and whatever you can manage at the time. I want to connect with that 17 year old part of self that felt shame, that felt guilt, that felt out of control. I want to bring that part of her forward. After I've done that, and then I might sit just for a few moments just to really connect and try and bring her forward visually if I can, or if at least not energetically, so I feel the presence of of her, you know, inside my mind, um, I will then say, you are safe, you are seen, I'm here to parent you, I'm sorry that you felt so sad, I'm sorry that you felt grief, it was part of your circumstance, and I have a whole conversation with this 17-year-old part of self in my mind, and tell her all the things that she needs to hear for her to feel like she has been soothed, that she has been seen, that her feelings have been validated, and to let her know that what happened was a part of the circumstance that she was in, and not because she is a bad person. So then I'll have that connection through meditation. And then obviously I I will sit with that meditation for about 15, 20 minutes, and then I'll wrap that up. And for me, that's kind of like the integration. That's me saying, you know, you've been exiled because you've 
been I haven't wanted to deal with you so therefore I've kept you this shadow part of myself I haven't wanted to see you now I'm seeing you I'm recognizing you I'm validating that you are part of me and I'm bringing you back into the core part of self and by doing that you deactivate the urgency around that shadow part of self you kind of they they kind of like they're soothed so they don't want to stand in your way and block you from things energetically because they know that you've seen their fears you've spoken to them about the fear that they have and the control that they want to have over your conscious thinking mind because they're trying to get your attention and they're all of a sudden feel like they're safe enough to be able to step back now you may need to visit that a couple of times the domestic violence that i went through isn't going to be resolved in a few meditations it is going to take a lot longer for me to work through that i am going to have to visit that i should imagine for a very long time there was a lot of trauma attached to it but each time i do that and i see that version of myself i make the boulder i make the block less and less and less in size so i'm just chipping away at it allowing more freedom and flow to be within my internal systems. So that really is what I wanted to guide you through today. And now I've said to you, I use gratitude. You know, I used gratitude. If you find that the whole process is too much, you know, doing the letting go and then the reintegrating, use the gratitude for a small period of time to fill the void that you've created. Do a gratitude list at the end of that first unblocking exercise so you're filling the void that you've created energetically with some high vibe frequency. If you're feeling like doing the the connection work after is too much, this is all to be done in your own time. You may listen to this and think, what a pile of absolute crap. All I can say to you is the lady that left me the voice note that thought fuck it I'm going to try whatever this is what this girl has said for me to do and she tried it she had such an emotional release from it that it would have definitely cleared that space that she needed to be able to allow more fruitful opportunities and more financial abundance to flow through to her because she's asking those bits to step aside during meditation she's then in childhood meditation connecting with the child self or connecting with past self inviting those parts back in and saying to him you are now safe you don't need to stand in my way I've got you I'm here to to help I'm here to welcome you back into the lighter part of self so you don't have to stand in the shadows and scream and shout for my attention by blocking things from coming my way So I really, really, really hope that by breaking down what I do in terms of my process helps you form some sort of practice that feels like it's aligned with you. I've had to stop and start this um, pod because I've said to you, I do it in the car with you. Like it's a great hack for me when I'm in the car, having a little chat with you. It kind of feels effortless and it feels like it flows more freely. And I'm really, I actually really look forward to the car journey now. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to talk to my mates. But the flip side of that is, is that when the phone fucking rings, it cuts off the bloody podcast, which then means I've got to go back and listen to what I previously said and then make it all connect kind of together. So I hope that this has been like a seamless flow of mini snippets of us spending time together 
And um, I just want to say to you, you know, since embracing the part of myself where I realise how I'm supposed to show up in the world, I seem to be in a better state of flow. So like if any of you guys want to just drop me a voice note, as I said, I really encourage you to do it. I'm sure you can do it on Spotify or just find me in a question. It allows me to contribute and respond to a subject that you need clarification or help on or just a discussion around so you can think, oh, yeah, that's a different way of looking at it. Or I'm affirming what it is that you're already thinking. Um, So other than that, guys, I'm going to go to the RC our Rebecca Campbell card pool and see what the guidance is for us today. So what does the RC have to say, guys? Right, well, you know how I always like to make sure that you can hear the shuffle just because sometimes she does um, back up what I say and other times she challenges it, you know. But I never want you to oh, think that um, I've just pulled a card just to, oh, right, okay, one's falling out just to confirm or affirm or back me up oh forge don't follow oh my god this card is fucking insane i'm gonna have to post it on insta i know i always say that and i always forget but i'll do it straight away straight after i promise i promise i promise um so pave a new path be a leader be the leader you wish you had oh i kind of feel like this card is for me um it's not it's for all of us this is a collective experience don't be selfish tia harris one second let's see what this actually means it's a beautiful gorgeous card page 68 if any of you are into numbers and you're thinking tell me the number it could mean something for me today of the page so page 68 okay forge don't follow pave a new path be the leader you wish you had If you wait until the path is perfectly paved, you won't be forging your own path and you'll likely not even take the first step. Don't let small detail like being unable to find someone to show you the way be the reason you don't step forward and lead. Let it be the reason you do. The most courageous needed leaders are the ones who don't wait for permission or until the morning they wake up feeling ready. They take a deep breath put one foot in front of the other and figure it out as they go. They don't wait for someone to lead them. They lead themselves. This is a card for leaders. You are here to pave a path that hasn't been walked before. To go first and lead the way for others who are calling you in. If you feel misrepresented, I knew she was going to do it right. I just knew it. I knew she was going to start this fuckery because she knew I was on the pod with you. She's like, give me some attention. She's like the shadow part of self is going, see me, I'm here, play with me, bitch. Right, let's get back to where we were. Okay. If you feel misrepresented in the media, step forward for all those who feel misrepresented. If no one's speaking out on topics you feel passionate about, share your unique voice. I told you I felt like this card was for me. Oh, I'm being cheeky. There's no one on earth who comes close to possessing your unique combination of skills, gifts and life experience. Don't look to those who have come before you to work out your path. Leaders must forge their own way. Do it for your daughter. Do it for, your, do it for the younger you. Do it for the leaders who will follow. 
When you go first, you make it easier for others to follow your lead. Forge, don't follow. Your, stole, your star seed soul inquiry is, how are you being to, to forge rather than follow? How can you be a leader you wish that you had? So guys, that's it for this week's session. Um, as I said before, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me. It helps me. It inspires me. I'm here to respond and contribute. So if there's anything that's like sitting in your emotional field, your energetic field, your physical space, just anything that's kind of like bothering you, drop me a little voice note or drop me a Spotify question and I will see if I can give, well, I won't see, I'll be able to give you my take on it. You might not like my take, but you know, I will answer your questions. I'm here to respond. Other than that, what I want to say to you guys is have an amazing week. And as I always say to you, just a little reminder, 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 a reminder, just a little reminder, journey gracefully and forever expand.